gentlemen you know the name you know the voice you know exactly why i'm here just in case if you don't i am the microphone messiah philip antwine and i'm joined by the current reigning defending bullet cast champion with the 14 time 13 time bullet cast champion mr no days off bt brandon tanguma how you doing today man it's thursday you know what that means philip i'm doing fantastic it's another edition of the bullet cast doing great um no, i don't know what else to say because just another thursday gonna talk some wrestling and some debauchery and have a great time doing it absolutely and apparently this is this guy's new name uh as heard of on in the click the phenomenal tron casso phenomenal tron casso bro AJ, (laughs) aj gave me the go ahead to use phenomenal when i met him like a few months ago like you're you're behind the curve yet again Becky Lynch told me I'm the man. Okay. She told me that too. <laughs> That's not little, true. We had a little Twitter exchange. It's in the archives. Go look. Oh, okay. Did you really? Yeah. Go look. All right. I'm like, okay. Do a little search. Yeah. Yeah. What's Gentlemen, up, we, we are here to talk about wrestling, sports entertainment, the whole nine yards. So we'll just get right into it. Uh, Tony Khan announced with the owner of uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling some help from uh, Adam Cole, Bebe, and Switchblade Jay White that Forbidden Door and AEW and New Japan collaboration is going to happen Sunday, June 26, 2022. Um, I know the people are very excited about this, but I'm just like, okay, we knew this was happening. Like, you're announcing a joint show with the company you've been working with for like months. All right. You're like we, like I, I knew this was coming. I'm not. I'm, I'm like I, I can't really be excited. I'm sure there would be really good to great matches, but I'm just like, all right, it's happening finally. You know, yeah. That's that's it. Brandon, what are your thoughts? You were the resident New Japan guy for a while. I was. I used to be the New Japan guy and NXT guy, but that has fallen off now. So now I'm just the AEW guy. And yes, I'm excited to see what happens. Um, I think we talked about it last week that maybe this could have been some sort of like business deal or maybe like a UK tour or something, but, um, a forbidden door, it's going to be a pay-per-view, um, like a month or like three weeks after double or nothing. So now they're going to add another pay-per-view onto the list. So adding whatever, it's going to be 50 bucks for more people to spend, you know, in an era where people are used to spending nine bucks a month for pay-per-views or sorry, premium live events. Uh, might be a little, little tough ask, but uh, we're we're seeing on the internet people going crazy with kind of their dream cards, and it's gonna be it's gonna be, as you said it's gonna be fun. Um, but I, I do want to see what happens because this could be like you know all all in two because that's kind of how all in one was was a lot of new Japan stars, a lot of ROH guys who ended up being uh, the AEW staples. So I'm excited. Hopefully we get you know Kenta and CM Punk is one that a lot of people wants. I haven't heard too much, but like. Just anything with Brian Danielson, like anybody, you know, Zack Sabre Jr., Okada. Um, we never did get that, like, Tanahashi, uh, John Moxley thing. So that, that could be fun. 
Yep, 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 yep. Brian Tronic. You know, uh, I heard uh, Punk and Okada, you know, Punk had that tweet uh, at the beginning of the year uh, sending Okada the address to the United Center. So that is something that could be cool. I do want to say that I want everyone to hold the the show and the what ifs and the, you know, to the same standard as you would uh, any other show, you know, or look at it like uh, NXT uh, joining forces with the main roster to give us Survivor Series. You know, who's who's going to look good and who's going to look bad coming out of this? Huh? Are all the AEW stars going to come out on top? Uh, is it going to be mostly New Japan? Is this going to benefit AEW uh, more than it'll benefit New Japan? What is it going to be? Huh? It might be too early for those things. But, you know, I like to stir the pot. <clears throat> oh, absolutely. I'm I'm the biggest pot stirrer in the business. Ask anybody. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah, like it, this is going to be very interesting, uh, and it can't be all in two because Cody's not there. Of course, of course. Cody, but that Cody. was a, that was an that was an NWA title match, so technically, you know. I mean, but Cody was the he was the face of all that. He, he 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 started the train. Wow, man! Yeah, it's crazy when you think back on it like that. All in was special, man. I remember that it was it was a great time. I should have went. Jesus Christ. With this being a pay-per-view, they really have to deliver because you can't just have, you know, a bunch of schmucks going up against other people in like six-man matches, kind of like the New Japan special where they just have people wrestle. And you know who's going to be the fall guy? You need to have, you know, make it like all in where you have Okada take on Marty Skrull and have like, you know, top-tier people from both of brands go at it. And whoever loses, loses, and whoever wins, wins. So, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, it it should be something interesting. They really got to figure out a streaming service, man. Like, I'm surprised that like, that wasn't one of the first things they did. I felt like I felt like they probably should have got a streaming service deal done before this. Because imagine the numbers that, that that or maybe at the same time, like that combined with, you know, an announcement like a super show a joint pay-per-view. Yeah. Right. Is, I, I think that, that could... I, th- I mean, I think it has to like be coming eventually because you have the ROH streaming service, which you already have, you know, the built in infrastructure. You have the ROH library. You have the possible connection with Impact and New Japan. So maybe this could be, you know, the. The AEW streaming service could be like the New Japan World of America, and you, you know can run you know New Japan things there. Have paper you can you know buy pay per views inside the streaming service, and yeah, anything Hopefully. better than BR or Bleacher Report because that's a little confusing. I got it now; it's it's cool now, but yeah. Um, is this just another? Is is Tony Khan behind the curve on this one? Because I mean. AEW was found in 2019. I thought you should have had a streaming service off the bat, maybe. Well, I mean, let's be, let's go back to 2019. We don't we didn't know if AEW would be around right now. I mean, we can say we were very excited and we had high hopes for it. I have to we, answer my door. Hold on. We just we just didn't know when it first started how successful this could be. And now I think they're ending their contract with TNT and they're gonna renew. So they're, they're gonna be around for a little bit. Brian, when AEW first started, I know you're the the WWE guy, so maybe we didn't know too too much about kind of the outside people. What did you think of AEW and how it could have been successful when they first started? 
like when they like you're talking about when they first started when they uh, announced it and they did the double they, or nothing and like the did you actually think these wrestlers could have a company you know go up against wwe no i didn't i didn't th- i mean not on like some hate and stuff like i wasn't like ah, they're gonna suck but just i you know i i was thinking okay they're gonna be like in indie brand you know like, like a bigger roh Oh, bigger oh, talking, exactly. talking our initial thoughts of AEW. Yeah, and I know. didn't think TNT, and I didn't think that big. Well, I mean, you have to you have to think about like Jericho signed with them, and you know Jericho wouldn't have done that if he didn't know a TV deal was coming. Mm. That's that's a good thing. And yeah. then I mean, Brandon, you and I were there at Double or Nothing. How did your perspectives of the company change once that show was over? I mean, I was just going to say, I remember when we did the uh, the convention and it was like right when uh, they announced the TNT deal happened and I was walking through Caesars and they had the playoff game, the NBA playoff game on TNT and they had a advertisement for AEW. And that's kind of like the moment it hit me like, oh, like they're a real thing and they're plugging this on an NBA playoff game where millions and millions of people are seeing this. And that was kind of the crazy point. And then, you know, double nothing happens. And yeah. I still say that's the, the best wrestling show I've ever been to. Yeah. And no hate on WrestleMania, but just the moment and what it meant for wrestling moving forward, I think, is what makes it the best for me. Absolutely, man. I, I do remember the convention and uh, I, I, MGM and seeing stuff like that. And I remember I did that uh, focus group for TNT and, you know, they had, the, they had the execs there or, you know, people who who worked for the company and just asking us questions. And um, honestly, a lot of the stuff we said in that focus group hasn't really come to fruition. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like what? Tell the people. Well, I mean, so, I mean, one thing, you know, like when, so the wins and losses like that, that's come to fruition. Kind of, sort of. It's fallen off, actually. Like in the beginning, the wins and losses really didn't matter. But now, I mean, you have people who are like 40 and 12 and they've had all these matches on YouTube and they're not contending for championships. You know what I mean? Scorpio Sky, Frankie Kazarian. You know, <laughs> and then, you you know, uh, championships meaning something. I mean, it. The, 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 the way got, they have disrespected that Texas death match on Rampage, they gave it barely any hype. They didn't even talk about it on Dynamite. Like, I know I'm the AEW stand on this podcast, but I don't understand why they don't build up some of their matches more, especially yeah, the title that, matches. Yeah, and you see, this is where this is where you know like, people criticize WWE for constantly repeating themselves, but we know what's happening. We, we know what's they, happening. They need to find a, a middle ground. Like WWE does it way too much. AEW doesn't do it enough. No, we well, see. There's, there's a middle ground it, where they can find it. WWE doing it too much makes it. Uh, it it ma- it makes you know what's happening. You can remember, like, oh yeah, well they said this was going to happen. You can't act like you didn't know. You know what I'm saying? I feel so, like I feel like WWE does it too much but they do it too much and then like like they'll promote a match so much or promote a moment that's coming and then it happens and it doesn't deliver is up to the standard in which they made it seem like it would deliver so and then wwe or aw like they don't really promote their stuff very much but they i mean they deliver on a lot of their stuff a lot of their matches are like you know are either at expectations or exceeds it it's it's a very good wrestling, but you know, kind of need more. You should have had more at this point in time. You know, like mm-hmm. you need you need characters. This is why NXT 2.0 Brandon is it's something. Like there's there's good matches on there, and but they have characters. 
Mm-hmm. AEW announces a lot of things, but they don't promote a lot of mm-hmm. things. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Especially, to I mean, shout out, yeah, shout out to Excalibur. He went on like <laughs> two minutes straight of just plugging like 20 different things. Yeah. God, I, God bless him. I still got heat with Excalibur. <laughs> yeah. You don't know why. He's, he's right up there with Terry. Oh, yep. no. moving hey, on. Hey, hey, Terry did that in a personal setting. Excalibur he did it on a wrestling. Show. Oh, 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 so that's okay. It's not okay. Uh, it's not okay. But I'm just uh-oh. saying, you know, I think, so I think I, one so makes no, 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 a little no. worse so, than the no, no, other. No, 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 no. So this, this is a, this is a, what a, this is kind of a professional setting, you know, the digital media outlet. So if I do it in this setting, it's okay for me to just start <laughs> I mean, using. If you're, if you're, if you're playing a. No, 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 no. Just, just, just for me to do it. You know, that's interesting. I'd like to I'd actually like to have a, a conversation, like get them a, a bunch see, of people amongst the community. And I'd like to have a conversation about that. That's interesting. Maybe we should do that in a in a green room. Ooh. Mm-hmm. You got it. See, that's why they call you. Once again, man, I'm I'm what they I'm, call him. He has like 20 different names. Which one? Yeah. I, I was gonna say one, but he does have twenty different ones. You know, we have to. You know, one one show we have to. Uh, we we have to go through all the names. Uh, you know, I have to. I have to sit down and write write them all down. And uh, yeah, which 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 one of the names has been your favorite? I'm not gonna lie. I really enjoy the podcast. So. <laughs> hey man, that, that it was fun. It, it was a fun time. It was Brandon. Um, I like the carrot piece of gold where it just keeps going up no matter how old you are. I like, I like that one. Oh, that's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. you go. The six-year-old piece go. of gold, baby. All right, SmackDown. Uh, Riddle defeated Jimmy Uso in a decent, decent contest. Nice. It was nice. I think Shout Riddle out doesn't get The pro. best wrestling T-shirt of all time. Oh, what y'all do yesterday? On Hitler's birthday? I didn't. Um, well, I went to an A's game where... 2,700 and something people showed up. The lowest attendance since 1980. So I was a part of history yesterday. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. It might might get uh, beat by today's attendance on an afternoon game against the Orioles. But, you know, neither here nor there. Neither here nor there. It's a wrestling podcast. Yes. But I I agreed with you on that that RK Bro shirt. It's pretty dope. I said it on Twitter. Eh, I I thought... eh. I don't smoke, but that's a really neat shirt. <laughs> yeah, we're all shredded here. Yeah, absolutely. Some of us more than others. He's without the X. <laughs> Start singing the, uh, the the Ring of Honor song. <laughs> oh, oh, oh no, my bad. <clears throat> no, I, I don't even. Know I don't know that one. What? Or no, no, you can sing in, uh, the the Firebirds. Even through the darkest days, this Yes. Always. Yes. Phillips, uh, Luke Gallows, and I'm Serena Deeb. Yes. You don't want to be Joey Mercury? <laughs> no, I'm Serena Deeb. <laughs> I mean, and then, then I get kicked out because there's Cindy be Serena Deeb. <laughs> can't Serena Deeb. Can't be Serena Deeb. Yeah, that, <laughs> Joey Mercury. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. No, I still want to be Serena Joey Deeb. Joey Tenguma. Okay. Yes. 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 And then I, and then I eat a ladder. But I, uh, real quick, I was gonna say Riddle. I don't think gets enough credit. I've I've come around on Riddle. Mm. You, you remember thank I was you. thank I was, you. I was very I was very critical. It was just like critical I, I was critical of the Riddle. I was critical of the Young Bucks, you know, for a period of time. But I, I came around. 
You know, it, things take time. I didn't watch Riddle when he was on the Indies. Did you guys watch? I, I did. I, I peeped. Uh, that's I, I peeped it when I was uh, on that high indie indie binge back then. Uh, I'm still on a high indie binge, but you know, like I was like, okay, who, who's this guy? All right, all right, let's see. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch it. Love is blood sport. I mean, anything, any of the blood sports. Riddle, Josh Barnett. I love that stuff because I'm the big MMA guy, but I love it. I've always loved Riddle. Absolutely. I feel Great like job. Riddle could have Samoa Joe's old theme. No. Now you need a need a laid back. Bro, 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 bro. <laughs> no, I mean his his theme is fine. Yes, theme is fine. Merged with Orton's too. It's perfect. Yes. Orton always merging his themes with somebody. Remember Rated RKO? You think you know me? Hey, nothing you can say. <laughs> Super <laughs> high pitched too. Hey, the the hey nothing, man. That song was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> that was great. I, I need him. I need him. I need him. I needed him to bring it back when he was rolling with Rick, challenging Drew McIntyre. I needed. I needed him to bring that back one time. I would have popped, popped massive. Uh, outside of the ring, we got to pray for Virgil. Um, he he has been diagnosed with dementia. He's also had um a few strokes that he wasn't even aware he was having a stroke. So that's unfortunate. Um, T's and P's out to Virgil. T's and P's. Yep. T's and P's. T's and P's. There we go. All right. Uh, apparently, The Undertaker is going to be starting a podcast. Killing the business. What are, you, what are your thoughts on The Dead Man possibly <laughs> um, starting a starting a podcast? And Ted Talk Taker, baby. Oh, man. Uh, hopefully, if he... Is it going to be an exclusive WWE podcast? I have, I mean, we, we don't know. Like, this, this is just a rumor. Like, we, we, we have no idea, you know, what's it going to be called? The Dead Man Talks? Dead it, Man Talks. Tales of the Phenom? Ooh. Okay. I like that. That's some good stuff I, right there. I, I'm going to have to copyright that real quick. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because, like, he has so many stories. Do you think he still has a lot? I feel like he started telling all of them before, nah, before he got inducted. No, nah, I guess you're right. He didn't really go in depth with everything. He just gave you like the synopsis of like certain things, you know? Okay. Yeah. He's interested in talk. I, I've seen, I forgot who he was interviewing with, but seems like he'd be interested in talking like MMA and like other interests that he have and stuff. Yeah. So, he, he's, he's an MMA guy. You know, that's, mm-hmm. he kind of started using that style in the, in the middle to late 2000s. Yeah, who be the Joe Rogan of the wrestling world? Uh oh, <laughs> but Taker would actually be good to listen to. Yeah, I said it. Damn shots fired at J Row. I mean, who who do you ever beat? You know what I'm saying? Who would like wrestling? Is, is, at is Joe Rogan a better uh, comedian than Dave Chappelle? No. Oh, oh, okay. We I got wouldn't some even ground. consider Joe Rogan a comedian. We got some ground here. There we go. Joe Rogan could have been where Pat McAfee is right now. You see, bro, Joe Rogan, he's such he's so fake, dude. Like, oh, this stuff is fake. He has the Undertaker in. So, wow, 30 years. That's that's awesome. And then when they were talking about WrestleMania, they pull up the picture and he's like, wow, that many people? And then, like, I, like two years prior, they're like, all these people for this fake shit? Like, come <laughs> on, bro. Like, dude, dude's such a tool. Anyway, congrats are in order to Killer Cross and Scarlet Bordeaux. They got uh, they got married. They tied the knot. They uh, they flew to what, what Antarctica. They went to Alaska. Al- Alaska, on, Alaska on a 
on a what is it called? An iceberg or yeah, they had a very private ceremony. Um, congrats, eh? I'm happy for him. Kevin and Elizabeth, right? Elizabeth, Kevin, brother, Kevin, brother. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> and if you say Elizabeth, you gotta say Elizabeth. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so shout out Scarlett. How was your interaction? Uh, how, how was your interaction with Scarlett when you met her? Great day of double or nothing. Yeah. As I said, Killer Cross was marking out because uh, Kenta Kobashi. Kenta Kobashi was there, so he like ran away and had to go talk to him, which was so cute. I kind of marked out too. I'm like, bro, that's Kenta Kobashi. That's the GHC title. Good stuff. Scarlet seems really, really sweet. She was. She her was. Vows she was, were incredible. She was super. She's super nice. We talked about her match with the uh, Disco Inferno back in Impact or Glenn Gilberti. I'm sorry. Yeah. Her vows were incredible, and it they, they were cry. brought a tear to my eye. With a tear to my eye, man. man. <coughs> Speaking of, well, well, we'll get to that once we get to inside the ring. Outside of the ring, apparently, AEW's video game is going to be set to release in September this year, and it's going to be called Fight Forever. Fight con- Forever console game. I mean, would you really want to release a, a game this year after 2K22 came out, and you know we got the new patch in the NXT 2.0 arena? Like, come on. Like, I feel like if AEW does release their game this year, that WWE Games is going to take that opportunity to drop a patch with like all the new updates. Everybody's name is going to be updated, entrances, everything. Can they I feel throw, like, like, can they add new characters to, to patches? I mean, they added a whole arena. I would, I would assume that they. Uh, can we get Cody in the in a patch? <sighs> No, you're gonna have to buy that, brother. That's gonna be twenty bucks. <laughs> the DLCs are like what five dollars, nine? Like it's not bad. Yeah. yeah. Did you see the uh? You know, we're gonna get the Bonsai DLC next week. Yes, I'm excited for that with, with Yoko and Rikishi and, <sighs> and Umaga. Oh man, man. Omas, Katana Chance. I mean, Casey Catanzaro. You see, so she she explained her name change. So let's talk about this. So if people go on, so stupid. I'm working. Still still dumb. No, we're going to change your name. Even after, even after the explanation, you're going to be young boy number five from now on. That's your new name on the show. You're young boy number five. Yeah, name change done. So if people explain the name changes, is it it does does it like kind of like subside some of the the anger towards people's names getting changed? What what are your thoughts, Brian? What are your thoughts? I think so. I mean, I think it sh- should. Like, I thought she explained the name change perfectly. Like, you know, it's kind of everybody knows me as this, but you know what? I'm usually this, and this is who I'm going to be and show you guys going forward. You guys don't know. My partner does because I, that's who I spend most of my time with, right? Shout out Caden Carter. Caden yes. Carter. Underrated. You know? that's, bruh, were you watching her in the Indies? Mm-mm. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. No, you weren't. Yeah, Lacey Lane all day. Who was she tagging with then? Uh, <laughs> me am. I don't know. Bestia six six six. Come on, bro. I told you, I'm about this life. Young boy number five. Sorry. Okay, and and I mean, for those of people who don't know, uh, Casey Catanzaro is her real name. Yeah. So. You know, I think Katana Chance is is a good. That's fine. It's better than 
Well, they so, changed her name for the for the for the DLC. <laughs> I don't, man. Yeah. So Casey Catanzaro comes from American Ninja Warrior, so she's a little. She's kind of a celebrity. So let's Is say she, she goes. She goes. I mean, she she was a big deal. She was no, she was a big deal whenever she she did it. So you're telling me if she she goes to a podcast or does an interview on some mainstream place, they're just gonna say, "Oh, this is Katana Chance." No, they're probably gonna say it's Casey Canzaro. No, they're gonna say they're gonna they're gonna say the name. Like they ask the name before they do the interview. Come on, man. I mean, everyone knows that she's Casey Canzaro because it's her real name. Yeah. Yeah. Like name changes happen. We keep going through this. They don't just happen in wrestling. Prince changed his name to an unpronounceable symbol. Titty Boy changed his name to Two Chains. Come on, man. Like this happened. Yeah. Lil yeah. Bow Wow is now Bow Wow. Lil Romeo is now Romeo Miller. And she want to throw back some whiskey. Come and on. Shake that man. thing. What thing? <laughs> Ask Ricochet. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me talk to you. Yeah. So let's talk about model management with L.A. Knight. This is another name change. I loved Eli Drake. I thought, L.A. Knight, that's stupid. It works now. You see? It, it, it works now. L.A. Knight. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it, uh, I don't know who got the like the actual TV feed because it looks like they were taping this for main event, but it was like, floating around on Twitter. Maybe WWE leaked it on act- or on purpose. Look. And the, you see, and he explained Mace's name change. He was like, this guy used to be called Mace, but his, his name is Face for this reason now. And then um, Dio Madden, who was Mace in Retribution, he comes out as Face, uh, so with the, kind of the Retribution logo on the Titan Tron. And he has a uh, he has a match on main event with LA, uh, LA Knight as his uh, manager for model management. It, it's something. I'm, I'm kind of here for it. I'm kind of here for it. I like it. Yeah, as long as he continues to give off that same energy, and who's to say that LA Knight can't wrestle? Like, just because he's a manager doesn't mean that he's not gonna wrestle. Like, like MVP, you know, he's he's been managing it, uh, Bobby Lashley, but he stepped into the ring here and there. Yeah, well, it's it's fine. And honestly, you 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 put people in place to try to make an impact as best as they can, right? Putting LA Knight in immediately to the main roster as a wrestler, hey, probably not the best idea right now. He needs more clients because, like, LA Knight can talk. Mm-hmm. Go watch, go watch the uh, what was it? Fact of Life from Impact when he had the button, the the dummy button. Like, go go back and watch that stuff, bro. It was like around the time Jericho was doing the list. Like he was he was the reason why people would watch Impact at that point in time because he was just too good. Brandon, what are your thoughts? I mean, yeah, it's. It's a it's a good idea. Uh, you know, it, it's fine. Um, I do like LA Knight as a talker. His wrestling ability, it's it's fine. It's good. But it's it's not like Adam Cole when it had the, you know, the rumored of him being a manager. It's not the same thing. LA Knight's talking, I would say, is a way better than Adam Cole's, but then his wrestling is not as good as Adam Cole. So I think it does level out. And he could still wrestle, you know, he could still do kind of the MVP or whatever type thing. And so, you know, if they just limit him to a manager role who wrestles sometimes. Um, I'm perfectly fine with that because they do really enjoy his talking. Not so much his wrestling, but he has kind of surprised a few times, especially in NXT. So about the Adam Cole manager thing, like who reported that at first? Was it Meltzer? I don't know. I think it was Meltzer. You see, this is why you can't just believe these dirt sheets. 
but like wrestlers have gone on record and saying like back in the nineties, they used to like purposely leak Meltzer false information and he would print it and then he would look stupid and then, but he would keep doing it. <laughs> like stop believing everything you read on these dirt. I'm not saying I believe it. I'm just saying it like as an idea. Who's Adam? How do we know that was even actually an idea? Adam Cole didn't say that it was could, presented you know, to him. Even though it might not be an actual idea that happened in real life, it could have happened. Well, how do I'm we know it was? It. How do we know it was even actually brought up? We're not in these rooms. I'm not saying it did get brought up. I'm just saying as you know, an example of someone who would have been brought up from NXT to the main roster to be a manager. Okay, my point is, how do we know that they even thought that for Adam Cole? We're not in production meetings. You know, Adam Cole, <clears throat> he's not that bad of a talker either. Like I was listening to him on Dynamite, and he yeah. sounds he sounds like he dude, he's he cool. Could, he's he cooled off that. so much. Oof. Like he was he was the hottest thing on the that's planet a for a point in time, man. It's true. It's true. He was the do hottest. That's, do you think that's by design because everyone assumed that he was just gonna go straight to the top? I feel like if he had gone to the main roster, it, he he still would have had some steam more than he does now. Because like if because with the whole thing with Adam Page, if you weren't going to put the title on him, what was the point of having two two matches? Like you should have you could have hot shotted it on him just for a second. I know Tony Khan doesn't like to do that, but shock and awe, it it, it works. Get people talking. Controversy creates cash, brother. Maybe the Kenny injury kind of prolonging it has thrown a wrench into it because they, you know, have been teasing that a little bit, but we don't know when Kenny's going to come back. So maybe that has kind of thrown a wrench into their plans for Adam Cole. But I do agree with you. Like, I think Adam Cole could be more in AEW, even like the Young Bucks, like the Young Bucks, like they've had their match with FTR. They've done like a few matches with the Red Dragon, but they haven't really done much since like full gear. Adam Cole should have went to Impact. There you go. That's the take. Uh, well, lastly, inside of the ring, Flair, Flair's out here taking bumps. Flair's in the ring with Jay Lethal. I, like, I popped for it. I don't want to see him actually wrestle because, no. But, like, I'm just like, <laughs> this, 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 this is cool. You know, he, he's in there. He's, he's basically doing the stuff he did back in, like, 84. <laughs> you know what I mean? What are your thoughts on Flair in the ring with, uh, with, with Mr. Lethal? I think if Flair can move around like that still, like, even just a little bit, He'd be a nice teacher, man. Like, what's Flair doing nowadays? Like, well, you know, the the, the stuff happened, but I think that's because, like, I mean, AEW's doing. Why is he now on AEW? I heard this on Cheap Heat. This is a great question. Andrade's his son-in-law. Tully's there. Stuff. Arn is there. You can get James Julius Dillon anytime you want. Like, do like do something, man. I think I think they had the plan, but they pulled it because of that that episode. Okay, but like Jay Lethal's there. <laughs> <laughs> no other 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 controversial figures in there. I'm like, why? But I think the controversy wasn't surrounding Jay Lethal at the time of the signing, and that right when they were about I mean, to bring Flair. But like when when the, no, like when they signed Jay Lethal, like oh yeah, hey, you remember this? Oh well, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Like, but like it's it's like it's it's Nate, so like it'll be brought up for like a week or two, but then it'll be forgotten about because like it's it's Ric Flair, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just a it's just it's just a thing. Let's get into this day in wrestling. Uh, Hulk Hogan defeated Triple H for the WWE Championship on this day in 2002. You guys remember that? Thank you. Of course, yeah. Oh, you do? Yeah. You do? Mm -hmm. All right. I'm just just making sure you do. I'm just making sure you do what else happened on this day. Uh, Ken Patera defeated Pat Patterson to win the Intercontinental Championship in 1980. 
We also have Ricky Steamboat defeating Dick Slater to win back the United States Championship in 1984. Uh, the Islanders defeat Sifi Afi, and Sifi Afi defeated uh, Outback Jack and Brady Boone and Steve Blackman in their WWF debut on Superstars in 1988. Uh, let's see what else we have. Big Van Vader was in a was in the Fist of the North Star uh, with Ludwig Borga in 1995. And, uh, you yeah, know, just back last 2002. So that's all that really happened on this day. Any, any thoughts? Any thoughts? No. Great, great day in history. Great day in history. Oh, AJ exactly. Styles defeated Jeff Jarrett for the NWA title on this day in 2004. And also William Regal won the King of the Ring tournament on this day in 2008. There you go. Yep. Okay. Yep, 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 yep. <clears throat> Tell them about it. Tell them about it. Uh, I guess Ric Flair. What is this? You didn't mention Kushida. Oh, yeah. Kushida is no longer with the WWE. What are your thoughts? Ah, it wasn't working out. I'm glad he's glad he's gone, you know, to go do whatever he feels like he wants to do. It wasn't going to work out, though, on the main roster, and it wasn't working out in NXT. Yeah, for some reason, it just never really clicked. Mm-hmm. In NXT, like, yeah, he was a cruiserweight champion, but he just never was able to really, like, get going. And then, obviously, you know, the 2.0 switchover, he wasn't going to last over there. So, um, and he also had some injuries as well. So, hopefully, going over to New Japan, which seems like what he's going to be doing is cool. You know, the light heavyweight scene over there is, like, very different than when he was when he left. Because, like, a lot of those people now are, like, heavyweight. So, I don't know if Kushida would move to heavyweight. He's, like, he's kind of short. So, it's probably not going to, you know, it couldn't work. I don't know. But, um, yeah, it, it sucks. But hopefully he uh, does well. Because, he, I mean, he did kind of waste away, you know, what, three, four prime years in NXT, not doing too much. Three years. How long was he there? I don't know. Who? How long was Kushida in NXT? Like, Three, four years? Nah, it wasn't that long. Three? Was it? Three years. At least probably at least two. Two or three. Yeah, something like that. All right, fan mail, Robert Walker. Uh Charlotte versus Ronda just isn't uh, doing it for me. It's so cold. Uh if the feud isn't hot at all, it hasn't even uh the feud isn't hot at all. It hasn't even been lukewarm. Oh wow. Uh Charlotte retaining was a shock, but uh she can't but if she can't do it at WrestleMania Backlash, uh or, or if she retains again at WrestleMania Backlash, then what's next for Ronda? You guys discuss this while I step away. Um, for the for the record, it was uh, about three months, early 2019 is when he signed. So almost three, so three years is when oh, Kushida wow. has okay. been around. So, anyways, the Ronda Charlotte thing, um, yeah, I, it's not exactly the hottest thing in the world. I think you know mixing Charlotte and Ronda together, I it's kind of like oil and water. I don't think it's really going to they mix well cuz Charlotte isn't going to play well off of, you know, a, a badass baby face. She's not going to take take her super seriously and then Ronda's obviously she's Ronda. So, <clears throat> you know, going back to it another time for backlash, you know, trying to milk everything you can out of it is fine. I just don't know where you go after this. Like if Ronda wins okay you can do some other sort of matches but like charlotte has kind of done everything except for ronda so and the women's division like especially on smackdown is like almost non-existent besides like the tag team division so i don't know what's going on with them yeah i feel like um i feel like at this point for ronda 
Charlotte is Charlotte, Queen City, right? But I feel like for Rhonda, she's, I think it's, she's at a point or it's at a point, it comes to a point right now in WWE where she's just not the attraction that she once was. And I think that that hurts when you put her up against Charlotte or anybody at this point, because before I think people could, could, uh, you know, care less. I mean, obviously she had that WrestleMania match. She lifted up triple H and we've seen that she can do it, but her selling wasn't all that great. Um, you know, during her whole entire title run, I mean, she did, I had pet peeves. She did little things here and there during the match that just didn't make sense. And I didn't like, So here, I'm going to throw this out there. I heard this one cheap they said Ronda hasn't grown any since, you know, her debut at WrestleMania 34. Still the same on the mic, and she's still doing the same stuff in the ring. I feel like what? she's worse on the mic. Oh. I think she's worse on the mic, and I feel like she doesn't just – she just doesn't have that attraction. Like, it's not like – like, right now, yeah, she's a former UFC star – but she, she's just that like she's not doing anything really currently outside of WWE that would make her must see attraction other than she used to be. I mean, I mean, she was on an episode at 911. That's like the most recent thing she did. This isn't going to sound nice, but uh, Rhonda isn't exactly like a likable, like a super likable person. Like her personality isn't like that to oh, where. So- she can be like, you know, so sweet and cuddly and, you know, everyone's going to come love her. She's prickly, no, she's here's, aggressive, here's kind of rubs people the wrong way. Here's the thing. So like, I like, like in like real life or whatever, like, you know, you hear the stories, like she's a sweetheart, but like, I don't believe she's a good guy when I'm watching her on wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like she's a, like, she, like, she needs to be a bad guy. Mm-hmm. You know, she needs to tell the fans to stick it. She does. She's ultra see, competitive. And it's a bad, bad recipe when you pair her up with Charlotte because Charlotte's not a very good, good, good guy either. I mean, I've, I've heard like, you know, like Charlotte. See, well, yeah, the, outside, Charlotte, when I'm, Charlotte I'm, I'm was a face, like it worked, though. When she was a face on, on, on TV. Did. I mean, like it. Charlotte it, acts like she's above everything. And well, she, pairing that with Rhonda doesn't mix well. She is. Because you need to sell for Rhonda. And like, so, you know, show ass. Here, here's the thing. So. If if Ronda, you know, beats Charlotte, okay, she gets her win back, she wins the title. But if Charlotte beats Ronda, like, oh no, Charlotte's she's the she's the face of this entire woman's division. Like, regardless of brand, like she's the top woman in our company. Which I mean, we already knew this, the Queen City. Of course, of course. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she she's at the at the very top. Like there's of this team. industry, like Britsburg, what? Yes. Male or female, Charlotte's up there. That's who, what, who did uh, didn't Bully Ray say that? He did. Yeah, he did. Hey, Bully, Bully Ray knows what he's talking about. He absolutely does. I love it. Oh. Three faces of WWE, Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes, and Charlotte Flair. Wow. <laughs> what a so, lineup. So Cody's on the, on the Raw title card? Man. He, he's the number one baby face, bro. He's getting that treatment. Man, and we, we have some we have some Roman fan mail that's going to be an interesting topic once we get there. But uh, let's move on. Uh, Jack of all trades. When will we be out of the honeymoon phase of Cody Rhodes? Uh, return to WWE. All the fan uh, Cody Rhodes return to WWE. All the fans turn on him like they did in AEW, or will they? Uh, or will they uh, fear the American nightmare for the reminder? Well, this doesn't really make sense. 
So okay, I'll, I'll we'll, let's talk about the first part. When will we, when will we be out of the honeymoon phase? It's not going to happen. Not going to happen. No. Nope. I mean, what is the honeymoon phase? Just people liking him? People like we're happy he's back. Yay! You know. Okay, like that. I would say like you know a couple months, but I think he's gonna you know mix well, merge well into traffic, and he's gonna be unless he doesn't go like so over the top. But it's kind of hard because with WWE, there's not like a lot of characters that people are like super into. So. Unfortunately, I think the honeymoon, you know, him is the natural path is just him kind of cooling off and being 50-50 with everybody else. And then I guess the, the, the next part of this is, will the fans turn on him like they did in AEW for the remainder of his run in WWE, or will they turn on him possibly when he uh, turns heel? I don't think he'll turn heel. I think that's one of the big reasons why he took went back to WWE. I think he wants to be liked. He wants to be the baby face. And that, to to go back on what I just said the, in regards to the honeymoon phase, I think, yeah, the honeymoon phase will wear off, but I think he's their ultimate baby face. I think he's the, the baby face that they probably needed and wanted that just fell in their lap. And now they've got, they've got a good problem of do we, you know, when do we keep the title? When do we take the title off Roman? Will it be Cody who takes the title off Roman? Uh, you know, it's kind of like, ah, Cody can do a lot of things for them with that title around his waist. From a baby face, he can go to talk shows. He can go to do all that superstar stuff. He can do it. Yeah, he was like one of the integral uh, go-to guys for like media and stuff in AEW because mm-hmm. he had that WWE training. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's all right. Ready. Who- who do who 420? You. FTR are about to tear it up uh, when they wrestle each other next week. It is it is going to be bloody good. Hey, I'm excited. I'm, ex- I'm, ex- I'm excited, but I still don't like tag team partners who have no turmoil or no ill will with each other, who are just who just turned babyface, who are champions, like double champions going against each other i get it's a tournament and all that but i'm um, so it's um, like let, let me lay this out for you it's like what if, what if it were like this what if they were on opposite sides of the bracket and they met in like the quarterfinals then would it be mm-hmm. okay then that's different but not, not not the first round matchup nah i feel like i mean i look at owen hart and bulldog when they were champions and partners the reason why they fought each other was because they were always trying to one-up each other so it made sense. Like, you know what? We're going to finally prove out who we're going to finally prove who's the best, who's holding this team up, who's the better one. Let's go one on one. That's different. That's, but again, that goes back to your point, what you said, Phil, earlier about storytelling. And they don't really have that. They just kind of put stuff together that they know fans are going to like. And then, you know, they put good wrestlers who wrestle good together, but the stories don't necessarily make sense. Who won that Bret Hart uh, or the Owen Hart in uh, Bulldog feud? Uh, I don't quite remember. Yeah. I'll, that's a nice little analogy. I was, I was Maybe just, Owen. Maybe Owen. I Owen. think Owen did. So yeah. I'm the Owen in our situation because I beat you for the Bulldog <laughs> champion. Someone's at my door now. Hold on. I'm the Shawn Michaels because I beat both of you and it doesn't even matter. Wow. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I don't have too big of an issue with them facing off. It should be a hell of a lot of fun. I mean, they've been playing it up that like it's just going to be this one time and it's never going to happen again, which I hope that does happen because it would make the match that much better. So 
And, you know, I'm kind of with you, Philip, that, you know, it's like a, it's a sport and they're just trying to see who's the best, you know, brothers fight. It's not exactly because they hate each other. It's because they're just trying to see, you know, having a good old fashioned grappling match. We're going to be shooting, brother. Involved in the catches, catch can. Are you involved mm-hmm. in the catches, catch can? Yep. All the catches and all the cannon. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, you want to shoot, brother? Yep. Oh, oh, all right, all right, all right. Brian Tronic is returned, so we can, uh, we can, we we can. I was waiting for you to come back, so we can hit this uh, next question. Okay. All right, Dan. I heard on Cheap Heat those guys talking about the possibility of Roman holding the title until WrestleMania 40. What are your thoughts? Now, I did hear this because a fan wrote into them about this. Because, like, what did I say, Brandon? What did I say like a year ago? Roman doesn't drop this until he beats The Rock, and that's. Most likely, you know, the Easter eggs have been planted on Young Rock and everywhere else. That's WrestleMania 39. What do they do with the Royal Rumble winner? Have no idea. Whatever's going to be happening with that. Maybe the Rock wins the Rumble. I mean, let's be honest. The WWE title will be split off by that point. Well, you really think so? I don't know. I mean, the Cody thing, it's like so obvious could be the route to go. I don't I don't know. Like, I do think, they do they really want to hold both titles up for the I, next year and a half? I say years? they. I say if if the WWE title has to be lost, Roman doesn't actually get pinned. It, it becomes a triple threat, you know, like what Seth did. I'd say do something like that. Yeah, I don't. I don't see them doing that because, or at least without any losses on Roman, because well, Roman. These- I mean, he he lost at the Royal Rumble. Well, no, I'm saying losing the title. I, I I see Roman losing the championship this year. No, 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 no. No. I say he loses the WWE title to Cody, but he keeps the universal title, so that can still be a historic reign. See, he doesn't get pinned until after he beats The Rock. Like, we're we're about to be on this, this mega run that where we look back at it, because, like, he wins in, what, 2020? Let's say he holds it until WrestleMania 40. So 2021, we're coming up on two years this year. 2023 would be three years. It would be three and a half years of this mega run as the champion. Like this, we're in the we're in the San Martino Hogan adjacent era of of a championship run. Well, then, yeah, I don't know if title has to involve. I don't know if it has to involve the title though. It, it, no, it it does because like whoever beats Roman for the Universal Championship, they're made. They threw around the idea of, you know, when Big E comes back with all the momentum in the world, you know, because could, could, that could do something for him. That could truly elevate him. It would certainly uh, kind of repair the, uh, the the WWE title run that he had. You know what I mean? I mean, Big E was a good champion. He was great, like, d- during, like, me- media and, and making appearances and the Wilder Fury fight and stuff like that. So, so then... That's the thing. So then we, they said that. I mean, for the past two years, money in the bank cash-ins have been against Lashley and what McIntyre. Yeah. Right. So every the, the the winner of the money in the bank has avoided Roman this long. They can't avoid him anymore because he's the unified WWE Universal that's, Champion. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying though. Like. You know, whoever cashes in, you know, Roman's having a match defending the titles. And, you know, they try to get the, the undisputed title and they lose. And, you know, it's we just don't get a cash in this year. Or, you know, let's say Roman def- or they try to cash in for one of the titles, like the WWE title. 
and you know the cat the money the bank winner pins whoever Roman's facing original. You see what I'm saying? But can it? But can they cash in on one title because it's the undisputed? Yeah, title. So that's what I'm saying. Like I you know. I, I, don't, I don't think they'd be able to, I don't think he'd be able to the same thing with what you said, Brandon, about breaking off the WWE title. Like they'd have to make, it sounds like a very WWE thing to do. Just just one day be like, <laughs> I mean, who knows next week, they might start calling it the WWE and universal championship again. You know, like they may just change their mind for no reason. I hope they don't do that. <laughs> so the way you got a good it. thing. You got a good thing right now. I mean, I would say that, but they just did it like two years ago with Becky Lynch. Well, so they they weren't unified. She just had both. That is true. So she would winner take all. Yeah. And that's what this one was. But then they decided to unify. So Roman might just have to beat the money in the bank winner. I mean, the only way to to really figure this out is just get a new title. Just make one title. So then does so. They got a lot of so money in the bank, right? SummerSlam. The UK the, show. The UK show, you know, uh, like, so does Roman. TLC. So does Roman take days off? Like, or does does he take one of these events off? And Because he can't just beat everybody, can he? There's no way he beats Cody. Dude, Hogan beat everybody. Seth. Roman Roman can beat everyone. <laughs> like, I mean, Hogan beat everyone. Bundy, Paul Orndorff, uh, Andre. He beat Savage eventually. Didn't beat uh, Roddy. He beat like, come on, bro. Like, he he beat everyone. But the Roman's gonna have to beat everyone probably once or twice between now and Rock. Because like, if you if because if we if we if we look at it like Braun Breaker might be called up by the time WrestleMania forty happens, or might might be even sooner. Austin Theory or Theory could be ready. At that point in time, see, theories. G- Damn, man, I hate this. <laughs> we we have a theory. Do you have a we, theory? We haven't done uh, once AJ. Maybe hell, when once AJ's done with Edge, maybe he 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 steps up because we haven't seen Edge and uh, or not AJ and Roman since what 2016. That's a fresher yeah, okay, matchup. I for- okay, I forgot. I forgot. There's potential matches for Roman to be able to stretch this out at least to the end of this year, beginning of next year. Um, and then I guess you could start throwing him the NXT boys, <laughs> you know, but I don't know. I feel like theory, that's your, I feel like theory is another one of those guys that when he becomes champion, like I see him being like John Cena, you know, when he wins the championship or wins a Royal rumble, he's got to finish the task of becoming champion. So they got. I, I saw one Twitter account post that maybe John Cena is the greatest babyface of all time. Um, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. Who do you got over him? Who, who's? Uh, it's Stone Cold and Hulk Hogan. Well, Hulk Hogan's not a babyface. Uh, well, I mean, in the eighties and nineties, he, <laughs> he, he was. No, you can argue. You no, can argue. He, he intertwined. Hogan. Hogan's out of the question. How is John Cena not the greatest babyface of all time? Uh, he spent half of his career being booed by maybe half the audience and sometimes That's because more. they're stupid. <laughs> That's not what a babyface is supposed to do. No. Bro. Do you, did you ever How see do you people, boo a guy? Did you ever see people boo the red and yellow Hogan or the red? <laughs> How do you boo a guy that tells people to never I give up <laughs> and believe in hustle, loyalty, and respect? How do you boo that guy? 
because maybe people saw him as fake or overbearing or pushy. Oh, bro. When you look, look, there's going to come a point in time. I mean, seeing his rumor to be coming back this summer, if he is, I might have to make it money in the bank. Peacemaker uh, is coming back. But, like, I mean, you have to think about it, man. When it's all said and done, John Cena, it was, it was undeniable, man. You know, I like, honestly, the reason why he got booed is because, you know, message boards and social media is starting to pop off and people talking online and stuff. See, if that stuff was around during the 80s, Hogan would have got booed too. Also, <laughs> Cena. Bruno would have got booed. Let's, let's say season. Cena took over in 2005 to 2014, 13, something like that. Business steadily declined all those years. That's not what happens when you have a, a top tier lead baby face on top of your company. When Hogan and Austin were it, business was going up. Well, Last you, time I checked, pro wrestling's a business. You you have to sports entertainment. Sorry, you, sports you, entertainment is a business. You 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 have to you have to look at what was going on in in that era. You know, you, you have to look you have to look, you have to look at the eras and stuff like that. Oh, so because Cena was in an era that people didn't like him, that means it's okay that. He didn't do that great. He did great. He sold more merch than he sold more merch than than Hogan, I believe. Well, that's because he was there for twenty years, and it was a lot easier to get merch. Okay, but no, you have to think about it. Twenty first century than in nineteen eighty seven. No, no, no. You have to think about it. Like Hulkamania shirts mm-hmm. sold a shit ton. Like, yeah, and that was. I might, ma- the I might make the argument that he might he might have sold he might he might have sold more. And this Hulk Hogan didn't have a new T shirt three times a year. At okay. least Cena had a, had had one new T-shirt a year at least. Yeah. Hell, he's been wearing the same T-shirt for like three years now. What, what more do you want? <laughs> oh, so now he's going up the last three years, not the last twenty. God, is it possible that we see John Cena versus Cody Rhodes at some point in WWE? Those promos and, would be excellent. <laughs> but but would Triple that be, match with Mister America? Would that be? Would that hurt Cody's? Uh, time in WWE going up against Cena. I mean, he beats him now. See, Cena. No, he can't. They can't do that just yet. Cause Cena needs to get some wins. Like the past time, couple times he's been back, he's lost. That's true. He needs to. Austin Theory. Uh Theory. I'm that would sorry. be Theory and Cena. That would be nice. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. Cena beats him, becomes a U.S. champion. Becomes a six-time champ, ties the record with Flair. That'd Cena versus Miz, stuff. the never-ending feud. <laughs> hey, man. Give him something to do. All right, let's uh, go to Mr. Uh, Mr. X. And Bryce say X. Mr. X. There it is. Uh, so now people are getting married and to win the 24-7 title. I'm never going to get that 15 minutes of my life back. It was a great segment. It was fantastic. It was a debacle. It was fantastic. I loved it. I think it was a debacle, but in all the right ways. It was better than Austin's heel run. <laughs> I mean, that that did spark the what, so I will agree. <laughs> uh, will this Forbidden Door pay-per-view help to bring some prominence back to New Japan after falling off uh, some in the last couple of years? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I mean, I watched the Windy City ride. But, yeah. Oh, God. I got my money back for that show. Did, have you used the, the site? I, I I haven't used it yet because I had already, you know, yeah. I already spent my cash. But yeah. listen, uh, I'll never do it again. 
not for a show like that. Like I was excited to watch it, but man, it was hard to watch. You should have been watching New Japan. Like, like we're talking like AJ Bullet Club up until like before the Elite left. That's when New Japan was fire. Basically, when I was the correspondent for New Japan. That's 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 2015 to 2019. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I I didn't start like really watching New Japan until AJ was gone. I mean, me too. I mean, even after, you know, the Kenny still- stuff was pretty good. I, 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 I saw the I saw the Kinnies and the Bucks and the Jerichos and the and Cody and the, Cody, yeah, the Cody of it all. Yeah. Um, Weapon X also says the rumors I'm reading are of Roman to keep the title or titles if they're actually uh, keeping them together through uh, to next to a Mania next year, where the plan is for him to beat the Rock and he'll probably be proclaimed as the greatest of all time. If that's true. What would uh, they do to him after? Have him relinquish the titles because there's no one left to beat? Have Cody uh, have Cody win it and Roman takes a few months off? What do you think of this? We just we just basically discussed all that. So I think he needs to lose it. There's no way you put three years into this and then he just gives him up. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, and then lastly, he says, you know, uh, my only real problem with theory. Uh, Holt to Austin <laughs> winning the U.S. title from Finn was that he uh, had one of the most uninspired runs with this championship that I've ever seen. They barely promoted him as champ. It seems like he lost he lost uh, most of the time. He didn't even defend it at Mania. Why put it on him in the first place? I've heard of traditional uh, transitional champions, but this is ridiculous. What, what was better, Finn Balor's U.S. title run or Shinsuke Nakamura's icy run? Uh, can we throw Scorpio Sky's TNT title run in there too? <laughs> no, nah, because he didn't hold it for a month. It needs to be long reigns that nothing happened. Shinsuke's was probably better because he was he was still entertaining and and the fans loved him and they cheered like you know he was actually on television. He was actually on TV. Oh. I think I think uh, Theory is just the guy. He's the full package. Um, I. I think there I think time's running up with Finn in WWE. Um and he could have had a better run. He probably should have had a better run. It probably would have benefited Theory better if Finn had a better run because hey, Theory's beating a guy who just went on this crazy US championship run beating everybody. Um He beat everybody at house shows. <laughs> <laughs> WWE Dark. <laughs> no, nah, house shows have more credit than AEW Dark. Fuck. What? I said it. They're starting. I will say they're starting to uh, get back in their house show groove, and they're you know I'm seeing spoilers on house show events now again, and uh, you know they're getting footage out there. Like Becky Lynch has a whole story going on uh, in the in in um the house show events saying that she won't show up at raw until she gets her title back you know makes you want to pay attention to that stuff and the shows are called stone what is it stunner sunday or sunday stunner isn't that cool why not not super kick saturday I think the Saturdays are Saturday night's main event. And then Sundays. Can we get one of those back, please? Sunday Stunner. I heard that they were going to make a network premium live event for one of the Saturday night main event things. I'm down, man. 
Oh, let's get to Monday Night Raw. Cody defeats KO by countout. Seth Rollins and him have another promo. Uh, Rollins says, you need to feel, you need to know what it feels like to not know who your opponent's going to be. So it was KO. Uh, KO's on the outside. Rollins says, get your fat ass back in there. And then KO's like, I'm done. I'm leaving. And then so Cody wins by countout. Then Seth pushes Cody off the top rope. Uh, Brandon. Uh, yeah, I love a Raw main event that ends in a countout. Um, continuing Seth and uh, whatchamacallit, Cody. Wonder what uh, KO's going to do because... You know, he's doing the, the sorry, Ezekiel, not Elias, because he did a, <laughs> he did the lie detector and he passed. So he's definitely Ezekiel. But uh, so maybe this kind of leads into KO and Seth doing something kind of post backlash. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, it was just a lot of time filler with promos and stuff. So it was, it was okay. You know what? It was fine. The finish of KO and Cody was better than the finish of uh, Daniels and Omega One because we actually got a winner. Yeah. I liked the DQ on on because it made sense like you know Kale walked out because he you know Seth called him a fat ass and it's just like bro I'm not going to I'm doing you a favor I'm forget you I'm out of here Seth Rollins is a real heel he's out here body shaming <laughs> As I eat this delicious uh what was this a biscotti or whatever this is delicious Sorry, I just I just saw something on the A's game that I've never seen before. They actually tagged somebody out who ran past first, but he like went to second, kind of, but didn't really, and they tagged him, and he's like, it's very confusing. So this is why people don't watch baseball, because there's just too many rules to follow. <laughs> and I don't even know, it didn't even look like he did it, so I don't know what's going on, but I'll take baseball, it. Baseball has tags like wrestling? What? Exactly. It was a hot tag, and he was out. Really? Then he had, he had to come back like Randy? Yep. Randy or Nick Jackson? Randy. Randy. I had this uh, conversation with Michael Marks. I'm like, bro, you don't watch AEW, so you you can't you can't you can't say that Nick Jackson's comeback isn't fire. You know what I mean? I've, I mean, Brian, like Nick Jackson has one of the best comebacks in wrestling. Yeah, it's fire. It's fire. I like um, how he. I, I like how he goes from the ring to the apron. Uh, yeah, that's, does all, that, I love that. That's the best that, part. That 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 part of it's really cool. Theory defeats Finn Balor for the U.S. title. Mm-hmm. Good for him. Going back to the to the comebacks and the tags, the tags. I, I really wish Brian Danielson and John Moxley can like form a full fledged tag team because Brian, you know, Dana Bryan and Kane tag matches were amazing, and I want I want that magic back. Mm-hmm. Well, he has to he has to tag with Kane then. I, I need I need Brian Danielson hot tags and just kicking ass, taking names. He has to tag with Kane for that to happen. Sorry, Glenn <laughs> Jacobs, Mayor Kane, out here. Between conspiracy theories. Yep. Brother. Congrats to Austin Theory. I mean, Theory. I'm sorry. Theory. Come on, people. Get congrats to right. Theory. Congrats, like congrats. That's congrats. my guy. Yep. Uh, Bianca pays a $1 fine for attacking Sonia Deville. Uh, Sonia seemed kind of shook. Am I right? Actually, this is what happens when you mess with Scrap Daddy. He pushes back. You don't mess with Adam Pierce. I need to see Adam Pierce have a match like before his time in WWE is over. Yeah. So the last week we needed that Roman match or Royal Rumble or whatever that was going to happen. That that would have been great. We, we're going to get Sonya versus Scrap Daddy at SummerSlam. <laughs> <laughs> need it. Winner becomes sole WWE official. 
with Vince McMahon as a special guest ref. Okay, no, Shane's going to come back. Oh, yeah. Oh. And I'll be McMahon in every corner. They're going to get Linda back for this thing. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be Linda. It's going to be Linda and, and Shane in, uh, in Adam's corner and Vince and Stephanie and Sonia's. Jesus. I'm McMahon in yes, Oh, man, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. Uh, yeah, so what are your thoughts on Bianca paying a dollar fine? Bianca, Bianca paying a dollar fine uh, was brilliant. And I'm glad that because, see, I was worried when Bianca was like, I'm here to pay my fine. I was like, what kind of stupid stuff is this? How did she... So you so she just got money to pay her fine right now, tonight, as we speak on the show. Uh, but... Well, bro, they're, they're in a giant arena. I'm sure there's an ATM backstage. And one, she's the champion, which means more money. And she doesn't have to buy gear because she makes her own. So she saved a lot of money. So, yeah, Bianca got dough. But then she paid the dollar, and I was like, ha. You know, they should, you know what? They should they should have made it 50 cents like this. <laughs> and then she should have she should have had the coins and went like this with her fingers and then dropped it in his head. <laughs> that would have been that would have been perfect. Her gear has to be dollar bills. Like uh, you know, Jade Cardgo had the dollar uh the dollar jumpsuit, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now we now we got a fight going on at the A's game. The, the manager, the, the the players angry. Everyone's getting tossed. <laughs> it's, it's, it's going down. It's going down. It's going down, brother. It's, it's, and I don't even know why they're yelling because the A's are up to bat, so it's a brand new wedding. They're still going at it. It's like it's like the last battle of Atlanta. <laughs> oh. uh, what, else, what else happened? Edge or no? The Street Profits defeat uh, RK Bro. You know they cue the Usos music. Street Profits going here. Seems that way. I was asking this before WrestleMania, and everyone was saying no. They're just you know being competitive, but no one listens to me. I heard this on Cheap Heat a while back. You think we can get a heel Bianca Belair and a heel Montez Ford running rough shot over WWE? Because Montez Ford is a future champion. Is he? he? Yeah, man, it. He he has charisma like no one else. I mean, the dive. Well, when they wrestled with Alpha Academy last week, the dive over the top rope, landing on his feet in front of RK Bro and giving them a little shimmy. Come on, bro. This dude is undeniable. I get it. This dude is undeniable. I'm glad they're turning heel from what it seems. Um, or no, or maybe they, they're just maybe they're not turning heel. Maybe they're just fed up. Yeah, fed up, angry. Uh, I mean, we've never seen like a heel street problems before. They've always been faces, I think. Mm-hmm. So. Could be something. Could be something. Give me Street Profits versus Smoking Guns 2.0. What? Briggs and Jensen? Hell no. NXT 2. Yeah, I love those guys. Give me, give me, give me yeah. RK Bro versus Pretty Deadly. Yes, I boy. Thought we talking, I thought we were talking yes, about boy, the yes, ass boy. boys. Yes, yes, boy. yes, boy. Listen, Colton and, 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 uh, which one's the racist one again? Austin. Austin. Colt no, Austin. Be, that's Colt. It's Colt. Colt's the racist one. Because I know his finisher's Colt 45, and I like that, but I hate him. Colton and Austin should be in WWE. Really? I think they would fit. Perfect. You have 30 seconds to change my mind. Go. They're arrogant. They're cocky. They have charisma. Uh, and, I mean, if they wrestle even half as good as their dad, they'll work. I'm not saying a new new age outlaws or anything like that, but 
you know, you want a team that can come out and get some heat, the ass boys are they your should, choice. They should be the new smoking guns and put on some cowboy hats to the moon. But I feel like Briggs and Jensen are already the cowboys. And they've got their sonny, Fallon Henley. I was watching some old Smoky Mountain. Sonny has definitely changed. Yes. <laughs> That's when she was Tammy Finch. Mm. Yeah, she she has changed. Jesus. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. I love Pretty Deadly. I've been Guys. Saying, I've been saying that a lot. You know, that's the name of this episode. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Edge with another great promo, man. The vernacular he has used. Come on, man. This this is why this man is a Hall of Famer. He's in he's in his bag now. The stuff that he was saying and talking about in that promo. He's like, I fought, I fought for nine years to get back to do this. Mm-hmm. But the people didn't treat me with the respect I really deserved. Mm-hmm. This has been buried deep inside of me since my days in the brood. I'm like, oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. His mountain of omnipotence. Man, I, feel, I feel like I'm stepping down off of my mountain every time I got to do a podcast with people who aren't on my level. You know what I mean? Me too. All right. Sure. <laughs> I mean, you, you were just singing my praises for shit I was doing like three years ago, my guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but Edge is great. They, him and uh, Priest. I was, I was looking at some before and after pictures. Damian Priest is in great shape. Yep. He is in phenomenal. Like, I didn't realize he used to be like that big. This dude is in great, phenomenal shape. And right now, character-wise, he's unlocked it. He is, he's, he's perfect. He's right where he needs to be right now in terms of gear, look, everything. The stuff that we're saying about him and Bad Bunny, I'm like, yes! Mm-hmm. This is, this is mm-hmm. why Ed just came back. That's why he's here. Hey, it's what everybody else was briefly saying at one point. That everyone was mad because he was tied with Bad Bunny, and then after that, he was still with The Miz, and, you know. So Rhea Ripley, you know, her and Liv lose the tag title opportunity. Rhea turns on Liv. But have you noticed there's been a purple light in the background for her background segments? I didn't notice until I saw the pictures and I was like, how did I not see that? You saw when I I posted, right? Yeah. I was like, how did I not see that? Like literally every even I think last week. Right. I seen some pictures even from going on for a few weeks. Yeah. Come on, man. man. That's, That's good stuff. It's the little things. I get it. You're mad at WWE. You don't pay attention. You don't watch. But if you, little, just, if you pay well, attention, why why is there mood lighting at a and backstage? <laughs> why like why is that even a thing? What do you know? Mean? Why is there it's, mood lighting? It's the calm room. Yeah, it's, it's the they have a calm room backstage. Yeah, like if it was like all red or all blue because of Raw SmackDown, it'd be okay. I get it. But no, it's like, it's the calm like like Prince chose purple because it's a calming color like it's you have to know these things you see well, they usually have a tint of red or blue and yeah back, you know, you they, know? they they go to the calm room because people are happy to work there they're not like brian cage he's frustrated over at aw oh we're talking about he's with the ring of honor now oh <laughs> yeah contract actually expired yet oh. yeah shout out jack evans who uh, was very nice on twitter about him no longer being with aw you see this is what happens you sign all this new talent. You forget about your originals. Terrible. And Helic was it Jack Evans or Angelico that was going through a lot of stuff? I think it was Angelico. Okay. Yeah. Or they should have been the tag. Wasn't one of them were like dealing like visa issues or something? I don't know. I think that was Angelico. Yeah. 
Yeah. Jack Evans was a star in Lucha Underground. They should have put the tag titles on those dudes. Like, I don't. How do you not? Anyway, there was a 24-7 wedding. Our truth is a gym. Uh, Tamina almost married Dana Brooke. I, I was kind of here for it. Um, and uh, I was yeah, here for it. Yeah, a whole bunch of stuff. Tamina out here locking lips with Tazawa. Should have been me. And uh, yeah, we had like four different twenty four seven champions within the span of like forty five seconds. I think um, the twenty specifically the twenty four seven segments, but just in WWE as a whole, I think we get as fans get caught up in you know, the silly stuff and the booking and all of that. And I don't think we realize and appreciate and give credit where credit is due to these men and women who go out there and they try their hardest to entertain us. I mean, you can see 100% effort from every single person, even the, uh, what do they call the the people who they call just for the one appearance? Um, I don't know. know. Like There's the girls that were just standing there. Right. That, oh, the extras. That, the extra, even the extras. Like, I mean, I had I, I watched this back and I was just like, man, like Tamina. Give Tamina some credit, man. She's been doing she's been doing this. For me, I mean, I've been really champion, bro. I don't know. To me, I feel like she's been doing a phenomenal job in this role. And um she's evolved from being like this angry monster wanting the 24-7 championship to okay now i have to strategize if i want that title i gotta strategize i gotta be nicer i gotta be sweet i gotta be unpredictable you know i loved the wedding our truth man my bad fantastic all right aw dynamo let's run through this cm punk defeats dustin in a very mat based uh match he's definitely rule with bb um he beats him just you know i don't even know what to go it wasn't a roll-up i mean he went for the GTS. Dustin went over, tried to like roll him up at Punk. Uh, they did the uh, what the Owen, the Owen Hart, Bret Hart finish from WrestleMania 10. Mm. Yeah. I won. Two. Got him. A stacked pin. A stack. Yep. There we go. There you go. See, helping you out for your commentary, Philip. <laughs> yep. 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 You coming Sunday? Well, you know, Los Padres got a game. It's an afternoon game. Marks will be there. Oh, he's going to be there at the game or at Ugwa? Both. Oh, both. So why can't you? Oh, well, well, I don't know. You know, you know, I got the thigh injury. The more bank account set up also. This guy. This guy. This guy. Might have, to, might have to go to the ER. Might have a Triple H situation. You got defibrillator? Oh, Jesus. Whoa. Oh, man. You know, these. I'm watching an 05 Raw. It's. It was really just a different time. You have... Mickey James and Candice Michelle facing Victoria and Melina. What was that match? Uh, a minute thirty seconds. No, it, we're we're uh, two minutes we're, and thirty seconds. We're at, we're at about the third. The, we're at the forty second mark, so we'll see. Oh oh oh, Melina just got tagged in. Yep, there we go. There we go. Yeah, this is gonna last a little while. All right. Uh, the BCC defeats Brock Anderson, Lee Moriarty, and Dante Martin. I know I, I, t- I know I tend to be long-winded, but I have to ask you guys because it's driving me nuts. I feel like Willer Yuta was the wrong decision, the wrong pick to be in the Blackpool Combat Club. I know that he's tough, but he's not intimidating. I would have liked that position to go to Daniel Garcia um, just because he comes off very intimidating. I think he would have fit better from that standpoint, but I get it. 
you know, Willie Uta, you want to make him tough and it's different. It's not typical, blah, blah, blah. It's not the obvious. What are you guys' thoughts? So I was with you that I didn't think Willie Uta is probably the right choice to be the first person, mm-hmm. mainly because he was with Orange Cassidy and Dan House and he was kind of, you know, not a comedy wrestler per se but he was with a comedy group Mm -hmm. but i think they have done a good job over the past month especially that moxley match which was an absolute banger Mm -hmm. to kind of turn him and be like okay he he has something he does have to work on his promos because i mean they're not great but you know brian and moxley can definitely carry and regal as well can carry that end of things but um i i was kind of with you but now i've kind of turned more around that i'm i'm fine with it Okay. As as you to be a part of the, I mean Red Death, PCC. yeah, he Red Red Death should have probably joined, but uh, he's uh, a part of the Jericho Appreciation Society. That's right. So am I. And, and Will or Yuta has brand new tights, so Good. I'm okay with that. I'm glad he got new gear. Yeah. Will or Yuta was the IWTV champion. He was. Yeah. I just seen a picture of that, and I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah I, I think yeah, I think he lost it to Alex Shelley. Good times. All right. Um, Britt Baker defeats Daniela Camella, the former uh, Vanessa Bourne from NXT. Uh, yeah. In Britsburg. Shout out. Najee Harris. How many times and, uh, have they been there, bro? Pat Fryer. It's like they go there in Chicago, like all Najee, the time. Najee Harris thought he was going to cut a promo. Yeah, poor Najee. Shout out. Antioch's finest right there. He wanted his – he was having a time of his life. It was. Seriously, guys, like they go to Chicago and Pittsburgh all the time. Like, what? And we- I said, I said the same thing last night on Twitter, Phil. I was like, I feel like Britt Baker has wrestled in Pittsburgh so many times by now. Like, oh, that was you. Always- okay, I saw that. Yeah, she's got a homecoming every three months. Every two to three months, it's a homecoming for her. It's not fair. MJF only got one. When is Will, when does Powerhouse Hobbs get his homecoming? That's what I wanted. Yeah, to that's, that's what I'm saying. You know, we you know, we gonna get hypey out here, man. We gonna show Tony Khan what's up. Mm-hmm. Like he gonna be scared. Like I, I don't know what they're doing out there. <laughs> They'll make up for it if they just give us full gear. That's all I ask. How long do you think uh, it'll take for those Forbidden Door tickets to sell out? The day, the day of. Well, it, it depends because it is the United Center, which is a massive arena, but they'll sell it out. Mm. Yeah. Also, we shall see. Wardlow defeats Butcher, as he should. Good for him. Yep. Moving on, Darby Allen defeats Andrade El Idolo in a casket match or a coffin match, whatever we're calling this. Thumbtacks on it. Sting, 60-something years old, still diving. He did the mask thing. Side note, the ma- the match is over. It lasted about three minutes and 45 seconds. Ooh, look at that. I, I hate that I heard the referee. I hate that I heard the referee tell Darby and Andrade 80 seconds, 80 seconds. See, that doesn't happen that. with the WWE referees. They run a tight ship over there, brother. That doesn't even happen at Doug One. We're we're over a loudspeaker. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see Sunday when you come try. Yes. Yes. Wait, you're going to be over a loudspeaker? Uh, yeah, the commentary, it's over a PA system, dude. Oh, okay. That's, that's uh, interesting. See, that brings a whole different... Okay, shout out, Ugwa. That brings a whole different vibe. You yeah, know? dude. We're, we're like, we're engaged with the crowd. You know, it's it, it's it's it, it's something. I like it. 
People are going to be jumping off of like the because it's a three story arcade. People are going to be jumping off of stuff. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, lastly, games all around, huh? Games all around. Yeah, it's an arcade, bro. It's like so we're in the we're on the bottom floor, and then you know there's like a you walk up a few stairs. There's arcades, arcade games, then you go up the next story, arcade games, and then the third story, arcade games. Everywhere, dude. Everywhere. Uh, TNT title match was been made for next week. It's going to be a louder match. Again? Uh, Sammy Guevara and uh, Scorpio Sky. And, you know, Dan Lambert with the line of the week. Uh, he's like, if you don't, what did he say? Something, something. If you don't accept this, or what did, what did he say? He said he's going to send these two guys down here to get, the, you're going to get a pounding that your girlfriend wishes or something <laughs> like that, right? A pounding, a pounding that you, Something that, that you're only your that your girlfriend could only dream of, or something. Something, something crazy like that. I was like, "Hey, yo, gonna give, gonna give him a pounding though." <laughs> I was like, "Wait a, oh, here it is." Young man, you either give Sky his rematch, or I send these two men to the ring right now and give you the type of pounding your girlfriend dreams about. Hey, yo! Did you guys hear that? I did. Mm-hmm. Yo, that was wild. I was like, all right, bro. <laughs> okay. All right. But uh, it should be interesting. Dan Lambert and, and American Top Team and the what what's Scorpio's group called? What, what, what are they called? Men of the Year. Men of the Year turning baby face. I don't know about that. Well, after you know, Cody said that Dan Lambert gave him the title that his dad was holding in that picture, how can he not be a baby face? It's good that that they did turn Ty and Sammy something Cody yes wouldn't do. Are, are they are they are they heel now? I mean, it was pretty obvious. And then you know, just because they're in breath. love and they're attractive people, absolutely. I listen, Sammy Guevara, Sammy Guevara, Ty Conti, Edge and Lita. No, oh, Edge until there's until there was a live sex celebration. Nope. This could do wonders for Sammy's career. Okay. I mean, there's already, you know, there's already controversy surrounding their yes. getting together. I mean, what's Pam doing now? Like she just she's just living her best life. I gotta Pam is gonna Pam's gonna show up like Vicky Guerrero and like start dating everybody in AEW. Consensually. I, I don't know if I want that. Uh, superstar spotlight. Who do we got? Who do we got? Who do we got? Joe Gacy. Joe Gacy. All right. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Brandon, who do you got? Um, we'll go with Darby Allen. I did enjoy the coffee match. It was kind of a all over the place cluster F, but I thought it was good. I right, right. I will give it to uh. I'm going to give it to Edge, man. This promo is fantastic. Actually, no. I'm going to change it to Jose for taking his shirt off. He absolutely yoked. Shout out, Jose. Who am I? Baby shark. Do, 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 do. Baby shark. Do. I'm no. shark boy. Jesus. No. That's your uh, the red <laughs> rooster, Terry Taylor. Better gimmick than that Texas rattlesnake guy. Yep. <laughs> he okay. All will be forgiven when he becomes the, the Riyadh rattlesnake. Money, oh, money talks, baby. <laughs> oh, money, you know money that, talks. 
You know that farewell tour ain't over yet. Hey, Money Talks isn't just a movie with Chris Tucker and uh, Charlie Sheen. All right. <laughs> yeah. They about to they about to run that stunner back all the way back in Saudi. Man. Uh, <laughs> promo match picks of the week. That's your people's choice. We ran kind of long, but we, this was a great episode. This is very nice discussions today. I enjoyed this. Uh, Agua Megalomania 7 is this Sunday live in Emporium. Pre-sale is $17. It's 20 at the door. Um, so we, oh my God, John Cena's about to wrestle the great Kylie and Jesus. What a, what, a, what a time, what a time 2007 was. All right. Yeah. Megalomania seven th- this Sunday, uh, doors are at five show starts at six. We have a lot of, a lot of great matches. Let me, let me, let me go to the, let, let me, let me go read them off for you. All right. The Underground Wrestling Alliance. Yes, sir. We have Tony Vargas defending the Beast of the East Championship against Vinny Massaro. Uh, Doc Atrocity is accompanying Tony Vargas after he joined uh, the Graveyard Shift. You have Nick Xander going up against Anton Voorhees and Jack Banning. This is going to be a triple threat match. Rotten to the Core is going to take on Juicy Finale, Phoenix Kid, and Bronson in a mega six-man tag match. Christina Von Erie is going up against Lisa Lace in a last woman standing match. You also have uh, you, you have Jay Vidal going up against the returning Titus Alexander. D Rogue is going up against Jordan Cruz. Uh, you have Money Power Respect defending the tag team championships against the world's freshest tag team. And of course, in the main event, you have uh, Adriel Noctis taking on Dave Dutra for the Underground Wrestling Alliance Heavyweight Championship, and so much more. This is going to be a uh, this is going to be a banger, man. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Thank you guys so much. Hope to see some of you Sunday if you live in the Bay Area. We'll be back next week to talk all things wrestling, sports, entertainment. Diamonds are forever. So is the microphone Messiah. Ain't nobody better. Look. Yeah. Listen to us every time we live in the side. When you turn it on, it's just defining the mind. If you feel it, our opinions is great. When everything we moving now with the state, turn us on. If the feeling is right. This has been the Bullcast. Thank you for listening.